Ahoy, ahoy, and welcome to What We Consume, a show about all the things we put into our minds and bodies. I'm your host, King Hagathor, and with me as always is... Hey, it's me, Kevin. You're gonna get real sad, Kevin, today. A lot of things are going on. Uh, not death or anything crazy like that, so don't feel that bad for me. Just feel a little bad. Just, you know, you know, uh, prayers and sorrow, sorrow and prayers, you know, thoughts and prayers, uh, stuff like that. You know, uh, best wishes... You know, Facebook page top stuff me, you know, where it doesn't really matter, but it's there. That, that's what I want from everybody. What we consume. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. So, Kevin, after uh, talking for two hours about The Matrix last week, I figured we needed to have a light, refreshing episode with some of the media that that took that spectacular bullet time effect and used it either as a parody, a homage to, or just to create their own new unique experience. Sounds good. I thought we were going to talk more about like a refreshing, easy beverage that we could uh, have, you know, like Sunkissed. <laughs> no, uh, today, um, th- today should be nice and easy, but like, Man, after those Coca-Cola episodes, I'm a little bit afraid to look at other beverages. Everything's built off racism, communism, and slaves. <laughs> and capitalism. Oh, yeah, and capitalism. <laughs> Let us not that, forget that's a, the that's almighty a big dollar. One. That's a big one. And now eventually it's all going to be built off AI, and then we're not going to know what's real or not. Oh, Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, bullet time, as we know it, has had a few names over the years. Uh, the French called it a temps mort, which uh, means dead time. There's also frozen moment, flow motion, or time slice. It's a visual effect of detaching the time and space of the camera or viewer from that of its visible subject. So, it's not just slow-mo, it's like moving the camera in slow-mo or like moving the perspective of the camera in slow-mo that's kind of a loose definition and like if you google like examples of bullet time you'll get a lot of even looser definite or like looser examples basically everybody Uh, on the internet thinks it's slow motion yeah kind of so i have to be on it is a hard thing to define and like it's a hard thing to like, well, I guess it's not hard. It's just, I think people want to use that word to like make their games or movies or stuff to like pop a little bit more. Like, oh, let's go watch this. It's got yeah. bullet time in it. I think you're right. So uh, the term bullet time was first used in regards to The Matrix uh, from 1999, followed by Max Payne, uh, the first in the series that came out in 2001. And has since been widely used to describe the visual technique, but also widely misused to describe pretty run-of-the-mill slow motion. Before The Matrix, the same kind of camera technique was used uh, in Capital Radio and Gap ads. Interesting. Yeah, I forgot to actually look them up, so I don't know if it's, like, exactly the same, but there is, like, the Venn diagram overlaps. Mm. I'm assuming they just, like, panned around, like, a person with their clothes on or something like that? Yeah, most likely, like, uh, to show the flowiness of a dress or, like, uh, to have, like, their jacket, like, 
in the wind or whatever. I, I would yeah. assume it'd be something like that. I'm not sure how Capital Radio would have used it. But uh, this technique is technically older than motion pictures. Or, well, older than cinema. Like, it predates cinema. Yeah, I mean, technically it is like... Okay, well, it is a, it is motion... Like, I, it's motion picture and predates it, but like... Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know how to explain it, so I'm not going to say it. Keep going. Well, let me, let me tell you what I'm talking about, and uh, I, I think this might help clarify it for you and the audience. So, um, Edward Mulbridge, he was a chronotographer, which was an early type of motion picture, like, precursors. But what he did was uh, he made the uh, 1878 like i guess art exhibit the well, i don't know what you would actually call it but like this display called the horse in motion if you've seen nope from last year like uh jordan peele's nope that's yeah. that scene that kiki palmer right it's kiki something anyways no, yeah, uh, her, are you talking about the actress yeah 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 kiki palmer yeah, uh, it's it's what she like does the little presentation when they're like gonna film that scene with the horse. Oh yeah, because um, the yeah 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 yeah. Um, so that's like the first example of uh, chrono photography. But uh, essentially, what it was was he just lined up a bunch of cameras and had a horse and rider run by it, uh, and it snapped all the cameras sequentially, and they used that mostly to. Uh, Mostly just to, like, look at the various points of motion so that they could, like, better observe and study locomotion in animals, humans. So there was more examples, like, a girl walking down the stairs or, like, an acrobat doing a flip, like... But these were mostly displayed, like, as, like, a sequential still shots, yeah, um, that's basically what I, that's what I was trying to say. You like, it, like they did that back then, but the the only difference with like bullet time is like it's in a circle, and this was those were most of those were all in like a line, right? Like yeah, a straight line. Um, yeah, and and like not necessarily just a circle. Sometimes it'd be like a spiral or yeah. like like it it moves through the scene so that like there's a greater range of visual motion and like more of a wholly encompassing clip i guess so like this was a important step in development of motion pictures because like if you took all those side-by-side shots and you like comprised them into like essentially a flip book like you you could like flip through them and it would show the motion like like uh moving yeah 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 so like if someone like draws a little flip book like it's the same effect but they first did it with the horse in motion from 1878 so that's that's the little history lesson but mostly i just wanted to talk about like you know we're both gamers we're both avid cinemaphiles i guess we consume a lot of media so like we've definitely seen this uh effect pop up again and again and again so i figured it'd be nice for us to just like have a nice little relaxing discussion on some of the bigger properties that have done this 
And we consume a lot of different media, as stated in like the last two, uh, as stated in the last episode with my AI was Smart House, his AI was The Matrix. <laughs> right. So I think the first one we have to talk about is uh, the Max Payne trilogy. I've now, never, did you? I've never actually like I've seen stuff from Max Payne and like I know about the games, but I never actually played them. I played the first one. Um, my uh, my cousins got um, the Xbox, like the the first Xbox, Dude. and we went to visit them one time, and they had I think Halo and Max Payne. And so we got to, like, play around with them a little bit and, like, actually getting to, you know, like, slow down time and dive through the air and blast, uh, blast bad guys. It was just like, holy shit, like, this is the power of the Xbox? Because, like, but prior yeah. to that, like, we had a PC that was old as shit that, like, could basically play Doom and that was about it. And then we had an N64, which, like, was a very fun console, but uh, definitely wasn't, like pushing like the technological limits whereas this xbox comes out and you get halo and max Payne pretty early in its like life cycle and those games were just like this is real gaming you know yes. dude the, um, the original xbox wonderful machine it's a green big ass box like yeah, yeah the 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 green startup like fusion yeah. logo it was so uh, good. It would, so, like, I didn't play a lot of it, and I didn't play the sequels, um, but, like, that one really kicked it off. Did you ever watch the Max Payne movie? I am not sure. I would have to, like, look it up to see if I did. It came out in, like, 2007 and starred Mark Wahlberg. And, like, had a lot of, uh, like angel uh or, or i guess valkyrie imagery in it it's very weird um i have not seen this movie but i have seen just the like cover art yeah but no i, I haven't seen this i did not know this was a thing it is a 15 on rotten tomatoes a 15 percent. yeah that's fair that movie's a pile of shit now i want to watch it they also barely use bullet time at all like, how do you fuck that up? Well, I mean, it's it's a video game movie, you know. It's a I, they mess up every video game movie for the most part. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like, that's like the only thing that like Max Payne is really like remembered for is the yeah. bullet time, and they definitely had the like means to do it because the Matrix came out. Eight for, years prior. Exactly. So it makes... I wonder how much they took... Did they... How much did they actually take from the actual game? As far as I know, the only thing they took from the game was... The guy's name is Max Payne. His wife's dead. He's a cop. Oh. So that kind of just sounds like the Punisher. Yeah. And... <laughs> uh, it, it, it ended up like being very punisher-esque when like did... except except for i think it was still rated pg-13 and it was like pretty boring like the action scenes weren't very good i 
I'm pretty hit and miss on Mark Wahlberg, like terrible human being, kind of a so-so actor to me. I wonder Squinty if they like, because I know I don't think I don't know if the first Punisher was received super well, but I know like I watched it and like other people. I wonder if they were just like let's kind of make it like that. It's like this a similar premise. You know, I I actually enjoy that 2004 Thomas Jane and uh, John Travolta Punisher. That said, I'm not like a huge like Punisher fan, so like I. I just never really got into the like any of those comics or anything, so like I understand why people are pissed because it it was PG thirteen, I think it might have been R, but if it was, it was a pretty soft R, uh, and it just like it was really missing like the the like core essence of the Punisher to a lot of people. Like it it was a pretty like bog standard revenge flick instead of being the punisher where like yeah you know he'll put someone through a meat grinder just because like yeah he he considers him a bad guy well and that's just that's when they like were just exploring like real superhero movies and stuff like uh when did like spotter spider-man came out so like blade had come out in the 90s and been pretty hot uh a lot of other comic book movies in the 90s were pretty shit spider-man first came out in 2002 yeah but like was it blade or was it spider-man that like say basically saved marvel they like i think it was spider-man i think the first spider-man basically saved like the studio and everything because they were doing real bad at the time yeah well um they they were doing real bad uh spider-man was definitely what put him like back on the map but um especially with like blade and a couple other properties i think the fantastic four um they were like selling off the rights to like these you know like lesser comic books i mean like fantastic four is like a pretty big one but um but like blade god i'm trying to remember some of the other ones I think it was just like Blade and Spider Man and Fantastic Four or the big X Men. Yeah, X Men. They they were uh, all owned by different studio or like by Sony, right? No, they were all owned by different ones. Uh, Sony had Spider Man, uh, Fantastic Four. I don't remember who had them. Um, Blade was, I believe, Paramount or maybe Columbia Pictures, and then Warner Brothers had all the DC properties. Yeah. I think Blade is a, the Blade series is super underrated. Also, Wesley Snipes in on those movies was like insanely difficult at times. Yeah, especially like in the third one. Like I think on the first two he was a little bit better, but like was still like pretty prima donna. But like the third one was just like absurd. Yeah. Um. Oh, the Hulk was the other one. Oh, uh, yeah, Universal yeah, yeah, yeah. had the Hulk, and um, yeah, <laughs> Dude, the original Hulk movies are wild. Yeah. All right, so that's that's what we got on Max Payne. Now, um, what about um, I believe they call it Dead Eye in uh, Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, loved it. Yeah, yeah. the Dead Eye was awesome. Especially in the first one, I I felt like it was, it wasn't 
it wasn't as impactful in the second one, was it? I can't remember. I didn't play the second one I mean, as much. It, it was still there, but you basically had it from the beginning. Whereas in uh, the first Red Dead, you had to earn it, and you had to earn the three levels. So, like, you get the first level, and it's just um, kind of like time slows down. Uh, but I don't think you get to, like, do any marking. I think you just shoot. The second level, um, I believe, uh, has, like, auto-marking. I, I might be getting level 2 and level 3 mixed up. Uh, but then, like, the other level is you get to, like, mark your mark manually. Yeah. So you get to, like, specifically aim. Yeah, like, it, it felt like a really cool progression. And, uh, and, like, having those, like, the entire screen goes basically sepia tone and then like the red x's like mark where you're gonna shoot so if you were fighting somebody who like you could convince not to die you could like shoot them in the hand and you'd get like honor or you could you know headshot them or like yeah. just unloaded them they uh, still they, they still did that in the third one too they all three have it right what third one so is there, is there only a second red dead there's Red Dead Revolver, which was an original Xbox title. Yeah. And then there's Red Dead Redemption 2, which came out in uh, 2010. And then Red Dead Redemption... Uh, sorry, Red Dead Redemption came out in 2010. Red Dead Redemption 2 was the most recent one that came out in 2018. So wait, which one are we... Are we not talking about Red Dead Revolver as well? Uh, I'm not really talking about Red Dead Revolver because I have no real uh oh dude i was talking about red dead revolver i thought you were talking about that one. Oh no i was talking about the one with john marston as the okay lead. dude okay and no yeah so did Re did revolver have it as well yeah they all had like a form of it revolver okay. was more of like a, i'm pretty sure it had a form of it i i am almost certain i'm pretty sure that like it had a form of it because red dead revolver was more of like a um like it, it's not an open world game it's like a like you're on like a certain tr path and you just follow that. So it's got like levels. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was it like yeah. I I never really played that one. I think I played it once in a uh, used game store in like 2005 yes. or something. But yeah. like I never really got my hands on it. But I think they all use some type of dead eye uh, mechanic in all of the well, games. Well, both of the redemptions did for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah, they, they did. So the next one, uh, well, do you have anything else to say about Red Dead before we move on? I mean, like, great game and everything, but specifically with their, like, use of bullet time. No, it's pretty, I mean, it's not, well, yeah, I guess it is just pretty simple of it. Like, uh, no, yeah, that's all. I mean, I, I can't yeah. think of anything, like, special, like, to say about it. I mean, I, I could talk for a long time about Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2 because like I've really loved those games I really want to get back into Redemption 2 if I ever like get some fucking time but uh yeah but that's about the game not the not the specific of bullet time exactly so like yeah unfortunately I think we have to move on there one thing though uh in Redemption 2 there there's like certain um there's like certain fights where you have to kill the other person and it doesn't really clarify that. So like I would try to shoot him in the hand and like mark it and nothing would happen. Mark it again. Nothing would happen. Mark, 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 mark. And then I would just get shot in the head. It was just like, what the fuck? 
fuck is happening? You gotta kill him. Yeah. Dude, I never beat the game because it's one of those games where I get to I got too lost in like all the side stuff. So I got yeah. like super overwhelmed and then I just never like went back onto it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened to me and then like something else came out and I would like get on into that and like unfortunately like if you work a full-time job, you just don't have time like the time you had when you had like summer vacations or fucking spring breaks and shit like yeah it's hard to play as an adult it's hard to play multiple games you gotta like it's it's an either or type of thing it's like either i'm playing with the boys or i'm playing like a story mode game by myself yeah that's why i've been playing the same busted ass game for the last eight years hey except for those like rare times to where like everybody well no you still play the same thing everybody yeah. else plays yeah. something else you guys felt like let's get into this and i'm like nah i made my choice we're, we're all playing elden ring and you're like i'm on siege yeah <laughs> all right so um next one i got is a uh, time shift from 2007 um so I, time shift i remember like, the name but i can't think of the game i mean it's it was a pretty generic 2007 game. Like, its its main claim to fame was, like, you get in this uh, experimental, like, test suit, and it lets you manipulate time. I so, know, yes, I know exactly the game that you're talking about. That's why I was like, I know what it is. Yeah. So, like, um, one of the things, like, it really prouded itself on, uh, or prided itself in, was uh, that you could, uh, like, freeze time, run up to a dude... And just snatch his gun, and then like start time again, and the guy would just be like, oh, 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 and then like crouch and hide, and then you could kill him or move yeah. on. Like the gameplay itself definitely like looks like it came out in two thousand seven. Like you know, it's just pretty standard like first person shooter trying to become like the next big thing, and just unfortunately being like lost among. All the uh, other shooters at that time because Call yeah, of Duty. Two thousand seven had... was a big ass year for Bro. like really good games, and therefore like anything mediocre just did not cut make the cut. Well, call, dude, that was that was like the FPS era, like or like even like any type of shooting type game era, because Halo and Call of Duty popped off everything so huge, and even uh, uh, Battlefield at the time, those like big three. And everybody was trying to make, like, the next big FPS, like, everyone. And I want to say 2007 was, like, the year of, like, Modern Warfare 2, maybe Halo 3? No, No, I'm pretty sure Modern Warfare 2 came out in 2009. Oh, maybe it was uh, Modern Warfare then. Yeah, I think it was the, I think it was the first one. It it was either the, hold on, maybe, it, it was either Modern Warfare or, uh, no, I think World of War would have been Hold earlier. On. But in any case, yeah, like Call of Duty, Battlefield, Halo, uh, they all had they all had games out that year. Uh, I think the first Assassin's Creed came out that year. Uh, just like a shit ton of massive games. Yeah, it, 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 did, it did come out in um, 2007. That was Modern Warfare or Modern yeah. Warfare 2? Modern okay. Warfare. Then you had Water, World at War in 2008, then Modern Warfare 2 in 2009. Wonderful yeah. games. Okay. Um, so, 
yeah, unfortunately, like, I only played this one as, like, a demo or something, and I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. I'm not spending 60 bucks on it. Have you seen the other shit that's out? Yeah, yeah. I, I never I never played it, but I, I, knew, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. All right, so uh, next we'll move on to the Fallout series uh, with their VATS. Oh yeah, they do have a they do have a like that type of thing in it, don't they? Yeah, so I brought this up because it's like kind of in the same vein, but also different, and it also depends on which game we're talking about. The first two had their own thing, but they were like they were almost uh, turn based, like the the game or the combat's like fairly slow in it. So like their vats was in there, but like not like not what it would become. Uh, Fallout Three was under Bethesda. It was a first person shooter, although you could do third person if you wanted to. And they revamped vats so you could freeze time and just pick exactly which part of the uh, the enemy you want to shoot, which was a really neat feature because. At the time, it was pretty much on its own. I love the Fallout games, uh, except for... Four didn't really do it for me, and I never played 76. But uh, but Fallout 3 and New Vegas, and the first two, uh, all great games. Dude, I'm one of those rare people that I could never get into Fallout, and I could never get into... Um, uh... What is the what's the op- what's the other game that they make that's super uh, big? The Elder Scrolls. Yeah, that I never could get into the Elder Scrolls games. Just I couldn't do it. I don't know, like, like the mechanics and like the story and stuff to the game. Well, Elder Scrolls don't really have like a crazy story, but like no, they do. But like most people ignore that for just running around being a fantasy person. <laughs> yeah. So, so I just I could never get into them. So I never like I never got I never played them much. Yeah, uh, I played the shit out of them, but uh, as far as VATS goes, it was, like, it was and still is really cool that, like, you could, like, laser focus, and, like, it would give you percentage points to, like, how much of a chance you'll actually hit them, so, like, torso usually gave you the best chance, but, like, if you were able to hit head, you could decapitate them, or, uh, or, like, do critical damage, if you hit a leg, you could cripple them. If you hit an arm, you could cripple them, and they'd, like, drop their guns. So, like, it's a shame they didn't, like, keep the, like, genital shot from the first two games, but but it was, like, a really cool system. Yeah, again, I could talk all day about the Fallout series, but in regards to their bullet time, or in this case, VATS, there's not that much to say. It's just, like, a neat feature. Unless you've got anything else. Nope, but, I didn't. Nothing about them. Okay, so the next one is uh, the Sniper Elite series. Uh, uh, I was, that's the one I was gonna bring up. That's the other one I was thinking of with games. Yeah. Played so those. I mean, like, this is this has a bullet time effect, but it's just like basically a kill cam. Yeah. Uh, like it doesn't it doesn't play into uh, the actual mechanics of the game it's just like a neat feature uh so when you shoot somebody uh and like it's going to be a kill shot the camera will follow the bullet from the barrel of the gun all the way to impact and you know if it hits like depending on where it hits typically get an x-ray like an x-ray 
view of what damage you're doing to them. So you hit them in the chest, like it might pierce a lung or the heart. You hit them in the head, it might take out an eye or destroy the skull and the brain. You hit them in the balls, the balls go pop. Good time. Uh, if you haven't yeah. played the, if you if you like sniper stuff, and you haven't played those games, you should do it. it. It makes you feel cool. Yeah, Mike and I have played through a couple of them together. And uh, what is the just, one sniper game that like Mike and I got into for like a week? Oh, uh, was that the modern one? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know what it was. I don't. I just remember us like running around with sniper rifles everywhere. Like everybody was a sniper. Um, I mean, that might have been Sniper Elite. Was it World War Two? I don't know. I it could it could be a Sniper Elite game. I just remember like it was like last year sometime. Couldn't tell you, man. That's a that's a wild game. So yeah, fun series. Great use of bullet time for the effect, but it is like pretty limited to just being an effect. So uh, I think we can move on. So the next one is uh, 20, from 2016. It's called Super Hot. Have you ever played that? I don't think so. I don't even know. I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't I'm sure you've seen about. it. Um, it's like it's not the most impressive graphics. It's basically like everyone's almost like a like 3D model. But the actual gameplay is very bullet time centric. I'm looking this up, and I have never seen this game before. I have oh, no really? idea what this is. Yeah, I don't know what this is at all. I think you'd find it kind of interesting. I don't know how like Bro, much you'd want to play it, but it looks... Amazing cool. ratings. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a very popular uh, game. So, essentially what it is, is you like start a level, typically like in the middle of the action, or like right next to the action... And essentially, it's just, like, a bunch of levels that are pretty much puzzles. Uh, so, like, you've got you've got bullet time, essentially. Everything's slow unless you're moving. Once you're moving, things can, like, things will speed up depending on how much you move. Um, so and it's like Portal with guns? Like, Portal with, like... Well, not like Portal. Well, what's another like a level-based puzzle game like that? I mean, uh, oh man, um, I don't know. My mind's blanking in that regard. We're just gonna uh, say Portal with guns. Sure, but um, <laughs> but like instead of portals, it's um, bullets. Well, it's slow motion. Slow motion bullets. <laughs> yes, plenty of those. So, like, essentially you have to, like, move through the rooms, like, dodging people swinging melee weapons at you or shooting at you. And you can dodge the bullets, but, like, the like the reason the gameplay isn't just, like, OP as shit is because, like, they just kind of overwhelm you with stuff. So, like, when you move, you have to be very precise in your movements, like... More in the later levels than the earlier levels. So the, the earlier bullet, levels the, are a little bit more forgiving. So the bullets coming at you are like the puzzle and like how you move around it is how you stay alive? Yeah, because if you okay. like get too close to somebody uh, but you're like pinned down by bullets, if they like hit you, like, I don't know if it's a, always a one hit kill, but like you, you can't tank a lot of damage. So like if 
you get hit, chances are you're going to lose. Uh, so you have to be mindful of the melee and also of, like, the bullets and, like, how fast you manipulate speed by moving. Because I think, like, even if you're standing still, it's just, like, very slow, but it, things do still move. So you can't, like, you can't just sit there and, uh, like, map out exactly how you're going to do it yeah. without, like, getting hit. You're, it basically puts you on, like, a pseudo-timer. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, cool, uh, cool little game. And, like I said, it's very popular because it is... Yeah. interesting and unique and it doesn't bother with like great graphics because like the gameplay is so compelling yeah and it did just uh developers and people they spend too much time on graphics sometimes and not enough time on gameplay i mean don't get me started but still it uh, like gameplay 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 over like everything else like if the game is feels good and it's fun to play it doesn't matter what your graphics look like for the most part the, there are certain circumstances where it matters but yeah like i mean it should definitely be like to the minimum up to par but it doesn't have to be like ultra settings on your like 100 billion dollar pc you know it, yeah, if the gameplay is good enough, it doesn't have to be the most beautiful game ever created. But, you know, there is give and take there. Like, sometimes you can enjoy a boring game that has great visuals. Sometimes you can play something that looks like dog shit, but, like, every piece of the gameplay is great. Of course, at this point, like, every game comes out fucking broken. So, like, yeah. it's kind of a crapshoot anyway. Uh, so the next one is Stranglehold from 2007. John Woo's Stranglehold. No idea what this is. Are you are you familiar with John Woo? Uh, he he did like Face Off, uh, Snake Eyes. I'll be honest, like most of his American movies kind of sucked, and I think that was like studio interference because like his original Hong Kong movies, like um, Hard Boiled, which Stranglehold is a pseudo sequel to. Is Stranglehold a movie or a game? Stranglehold is a game. The movie is uh, hard-boiled. It stars uh, Chow Yun-Fat. Can't remember who else is in it. Dude, no. Never seen this game. It's Uh, definitely a PlayStation game. Like, I gotta, like... It was on Xbox, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But it, no. but it, it was like 360 slash uh, PlayStation, I guess, 3 era. Yeah, no, never seen this. So, uh, John Woo heavily inspired uh, the Wachowskis when they made uh, The Matrix. And in turn, like, John Woo was hired to make Stranglehold, like, to help oversee it. And uh, he used The Matrix to inspire him. Uh, so, like, you star as, uh, Tequila, I can't remember what his full name is, uh, but Chow Yun-Fat's character from Hard Boiled in, like, somewhat of a sequel, and, like, you dive through the air, uh, in slow motion, just blasting people. It, it probably would have done a lot better if Max Payne hadn't been doing that, like, six years prior. Yeah. 
because I don't remember much of the gameplay besides the, like, diving mechanic, uh, and it kind of, like, ended up feeling like a one-trick pony, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. Like, it's just, like, your standard thir- uh, third-person shooter with slow-motion diving, but, like, yeah, so you, you could just kind of spam the slow-motion diving, so it got a little old. So you would just, it was like a dive, shoot, like, spin type of thing, or, like, dive slow it down okay yeah so it's one yeah. of those there were so many copies of that like type of mechanic with the games yeah. during that time yeah it, it was essentially what max Payne did yeah. uh just over again with no originality there's another game there's another asian lead game that does the exact th- same thing during that time as well oh uh you're probably thinking of tr- uh, true crime i believe i'm pretty sure that is yeah that's what i'm thinking of yeah, I, I never played tr- uh, True Crime, but um, they, I'm pretty sure it was the same studio, then went on to make um, Sleeping Dogs, and Sleeping Dogs was a great game. Like, I perfected it on both the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One, because that game was just a lot of fun. Like, some would probably, like, argue that it's basically a GTA clone, but... um. Definitely, it's similar to it's similar. Yeah, it, to GTA it's clone. it's certainly similar, but um, but there was more of an emphasis on hand to hand combat and yeah. Um, plus, it takes place in Hong, uh, yeah, in Hong Kong, so it's like got a very different feel from like the Americanized like GTAs. So, like, pretty good game. I think there was also some bullet time in that one too. Uh, like not not as much as like Stranglehold or Max Payne, but like I think if you jumped over um, a half wall, like you could. I'm not sure if you could do it from the beginning. You might have had to unlock it as like a character trait, but you could, like it would slow down time when you went over cover, so you could you know like move forward and like blast a couple people and then get behind the next cover. It also had some brutal takedowns, like, environmental takedowns. So, like, if you were near, like, a, a wall fan, you could just, like, smash their head through it and, you know, bzzz. Or, like, if you were near a fish tank, you could smash them into the fish tank. The fish, or the water in the fish would all fall out. Stuff like that. So, like, pretty cool game. Very little bullet time, though. But anyways, yeah, Stranglehold kind of felt, like, too little too late to me. So the next one is um, the horror game, and I'm not sure how many sequels it has now, but uh, Fear, like F-E-A-R. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this game. Yeah, I always really wanted to play it, but at the time, I believe it was uh, PC exclusive, and I didn't have a gaming PC at the time. People Uh, loved this game. I I played the, I think it was the first one, and I, yeah, I know I enjoyed it. So, do you know what the, uh, like, bullet time aspect of it was? I don't remember, dude. I, I didn't play... I played this game, but I don't remember a lot about it. Oh, it, because it came on 2005. It was... was it, It's when the, like, girl popped up, right? It's something yeah. with the girl, right? Yeah, she, like, there, there's, like, a little tiny, like, kind of grudge-looking... Yeah. Like, dead girl. <laughs> it's interesting, because, like, while a lot of uh, horror games were, like starting to lean towards or i guess maybe this was before that but uh a lot of horror games would have like very limited ammo very um like you'd have to be very careful with your stuff uh a lot of like jump scares and everything like fear kind of 
like was a horror action game in that like it was like this is a first person shooter but like scary yeah so like as a member of the feAR which I don't remember what that acronym stands for um you could get like some pretty incredible power-ups to like fight your way through uh, first, including it stands for the first encounter assault recon there you go but like one of the things you could do is like you could uh use this like type of bullet time to like in case you were getting like rushed by like hordes of enemies you could like you know back up and like pick them all off before they got too close yeah uh unfortunately like i said i i didn't really get to play it so like i my knowledge of it is pretty limited uh my my knowledge is limited as well. I know, like as a kid playing it, or as like a teenager, it was fun. Like it's a fun yeah, it's, first person like, shooter. I I really wanted to play it, but I never got to. Um, yeah, it was in the era of like uh, Army of Two, Fear. What is that other game? Is it Black or whatever? To where like yeah, Black came out around that yeah, time. Yeah, like all of those were just like pop. They are all piled on top of each other, and all basically like very very similar games i don't like, know how army of two and fear are very no they're, they're not i'm just talking about like they've made so many like shooters like on top of each other that like everything just like goes into one army of two is like uh on its own is a wonderful game so yeah. like I, I was just saying there's just a, there was a lot of shooters at that time yeah yeah you're not wrong the 2000s were littered with shooters and a lot of them were doing the same thing as everybody <laughs> else just with a yeah. different story yeah a lot of overlap and everything all right so um yeah unfortunately like as much as i'd want to say about fear i just don't know that much uh so we'll move on the next one's just kind of a uh grouping together uh and i'm sure there's more examples of this but uh like, just the various arrow times, uh, which are just bullet times, but, like, typically in a setting that doesn't have bullets. So, like, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, Skyrim used this a little bit, Witcher 3 used it a little bit. I can't remember if any of the, uh, like, uh, remake Tomb Raiders used it, but um, but it, it was just very popular that, like, People like using a bow, but using a bow in a game can be kind of difficult, like, especially compared to, like, a gun. So, like, a lot of developers would, you know, give you a leg up by, like, letting you slow down time so you could actually make the shots. Yeah, um, it's because you actually, you know, there's a, oh, there's a word for it. Because it's like how much time it takes to pull it back and shoot. It's not, like... It, it's hit scan but not hit scan but like do you get what i'm saying yeah uh and and whereas like bullets like usually are hit scan uh like arrows technically have like a flight time to them yeah, so they have like projectile speed and yeah so like there's there's much more there's there's a much higher chance of missing and because arrows don't fire nearly as fast as like an assault rifle those like misses can end up costing you pretty dearly so a lot of developers would add that in like skyrim it was a perk in the archery tree so uh like if you took it when you ads with the bow um you could like depending on how many levels of it you took you could slow down time and then it just became fucking easy mode so i tend not to take that perk or, like, only, like, one level of it, so it wouldn't be that much, because, like, 
you could essentially slow it down so, like, your enemies were, like, standing still, and that shit got real boring. Did, yeah, didn't in Skyrim, like, everybody, like, isn't that, like, a meme? Like, everybody just becomes, like, a bow master or something? Yeah, a stealth archer. Um, yeah. Because, like, the AI is incredibly stupid, so, like, if you're, if you've got a decent enough sneak and a decent enough archery, like, you could just crawl through every dungeon never being detected and just you would kill someone the guy next to him would be like what was that and they'd like stomp back and forth for like 15 seconds and then they'd be like must have been the wind like even though they're like stomping all over their buddy's <laughs> corpse with an arrow in it like There's yeah blood it's, everywhere <laughs> the game has its limits for sure <laughs> yeah same thing with uh the witcher 3 because their crossbow mechanic was kind of a pain in the ass uh even like if you were good with it, it was still just like kind of annoying. So yeah. I don't think um, I used I don't think I used the crossbow very much in it. I just I used a ton of like the magic and then uh, sword did. Well, the crossbow swords, like the crossbow, irritated me because like for one, unless you like, unless you like built the right kind of character, the crossbow is for the most part very weak. But it's essentially just used to bring down flying creatures. Or, for some very bizarre and annoying reason, it's the only weapon you can use in water. So, like, if you've got drowners <laughs> around, it's just like, well, I'm pulling out the crossbow, thwip. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, and um, the last one I have, I haven't played, but I figured it was uh, worth throwing on the list, is Quantum Break. Oh, I know that. 2016. I wanted to play this game so bad, and then, like, it came out, and you just didn't hear about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it just, like, passed, and then you're like, oh, I never played that game. It's, like, two years later. It was from the same uh, studio that did Alan Wake, so, like, I was interested in it, but then just. Alan you know, Wake is such a good game. Ugh. Yeah, but like 2016 was just a very bizarre year with a lot of shit yeah. going on. So like I, I just never got around to well, it. Well, that game it had so much hype. They like hyped it up at like E3 like a year or two before, and then like it was just forgotten about because it was supposed to be like a revolutionary type game, and it was going to like change mechanics of so so many things and then it just kind of got passed over because like everything in the game is like some type of bullet time right like everything is like the whole fighting is like slowing down or like getting like the whole system is bullet time basically yeah yeah just like he's got different uh didn't it time also time bending powers didn't it also have like a, like it was one of the games that had like a actor as the, like the main character yeah, I think it was the guy who played um, uh, the ice guy from the uh, yeah uh, Brian Singer uh, X Men movies. Yeah, I can't really like I I know his face and like I've seen him in other stuff, but I couldn't tell you his name or anything. Yeah, I can't remember. Doesn't he have like a twin that's like looks exactly the same as him too? Sure, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, that's all we got for games, except for one I'm gonna bring up in a little bit. Uh, like there, like obviously there's other games. There's like Be Beautiful Joe. There's uh, Katana Zero, Vanquish. I guess has something. Uh, Mirror's Edge, uh, Bayonetta, 
none of those games really had that much of an impact on me so like i couldn't i couldn't say anything about them besides they have it once bullet time happened with max Payne and stuff it's just like it's put into a lot of games basically like mainly because like that type of mechanic one it's very helpful to your average gamer who may not be very good two it's very catchy to be like oh look at this like cool thing happening so like you get into the game really quick like you get into that moment really quick and it's just i mean to be honest most of the mechanic is fun to use like it's a it's you know it's not yeah yeah sorry i just had an intrusive thought and uh, like i i was listening but i i whatever things over uh, here being weird <laughs> yeah sorry all right so uh let's move on to a couple of movies uh obviously the matrix and its sequels uh, they all had bullet time obviously the matrix is like the big one um so i don't think we need to say much more about that uh, one i did want to bring up was wanted both the movie and the game based off it um because like they use bullet time uh in the movie, it's mostly to, like, follow the bullets as they curve, because curving bullets is, like, one of the unique things about the movie. Um, it it and is, the, like, the whole, it's like the whole unique thing about the movie, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, like, you know, what's really weird is um, uh, Wanted came out in 2007 or 2008, so, like, we had Spider-Man, we were getting the Dark Knight, like, the Nolan Batman but, like, at this point, like, before Iron Man came out, movies were still kind of scared to, like, fully lean into comics. Oh, yeah. Like, the X-Men wore those, like, black leather outfits instead of, like, their full, like, unique person-to-person yeah. costumes. Spider-Man wore the actual costume. And Blade see... wore, Blade wore like, a trench coat and body armor. Yeah. <laughs> Batman wore the bat suit, um... Uh, but, like, other other comic book properties were still, like, pretty scared to, like, go full in. But the graphic novel that Wanted is based off of had some of the most insane costumes. <laughs> like, just, like, everyone looked like a fucking lunatic, <laughs> you know? like Dude, like, mo- most graphic novels, people look like lunatics in them. The people yeah. who make, like... Gra- like gr- specifically graphic novels are different than people that make comic books they are different entities they're different than like anime as well like <laughs> like it, or not not anime like uh, manga manga yeah like the people like all three of those completely different and graphic novelists insane like yeah but but that's why wanted the movie like the only really interesting thing about it is, like, some people had, like, fucking muskets, and then, like, for <laughs> yeah. whatever reason, and then, like, they could curve bullets, or, like, the bullets, like, looked weird and shit. But, like, in the comic book, like, they are all, like, full-on superhero costumes, like, spandex and leather and masks and shit. In the movie, like, it's just, like, Angelina Jolie looking pretty, and, uh, James McAvoy looking handsome, and, uh... Morgan Freeman looking like Morgan Freeman. Like, yeah. You know, just like when they all very... when they all should have looked like that Ben Stiller movie with like the floating the ghost bowling ball thing. What is that? Do you oh, know uh, Mystery Men. Yeah, oh, when man. they all should have looked man. like Mystery Men. Yeah. Yeah. So, um 
Yeah. Uh, so, the, like, the movie had, like, bullet time in it, which was pretty much, like, the only unique thing about it. But then in the game, like, they made a game tie-in. And this was also in that weird era where, like, they tried to do movie tie-ins again. Uh, With and, every like, action movie. Every yeah, action like, movie had a game. Like, there was a Born Identity, uh, like, game. There was a Wanted. Um, the only one that really sticks out to me, because it came out, uh, a, like, because it, it was better than the movie it was based on, was X-Men Wolverine Origins. Because, like, that game was actually pretty hype and, like, pretty fun to play. Like, you are just tearing the shit out of people. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you're ripping them in half. Uh, like, I think in, like, the opening scene, Wolverine, like, gets shot out of a helicopter and he's just, like, falling to Earth and he's just like, alright. He, like, pulls out his claws and just, like, lands on a dude and just, like, turns him to pink mist. <laughs> and, like, he's all broken to shit and then, like, his, uh regeneration kicks in and like he stands up like half a skeleton like he because he just fell from like ten thousand feet and he like stands up and like puts himself back together but like that game actually like was better than that fucking movie yes a lot of things were better than the uh, uh, the wolverine origins movie fair the bar is very low <laughs> wolverine is by far my favorite marvel hero and that movie oh man yeah yeah uh we don't need to dwell on that now but uh but the wanted game had actual bullet curving in it um like it was essentially like you just had like a laser to show the trajectory and like you clicked it he did the animation to like whip the bullet and like it would curve around corners so you would actually fight people who like literally never got out of cover so you would never have a direct line of sight on them you would just have to curve the bullet correctly which was kind of cool i don't know if it would be enough like for the whole game to be fun but i also only played like one level of it because it was on like a demo disc or something yeah but like the the one level was pretty fun yeah i mean if it was like a six to eight hour game i don't think it i think you you would stay like into it now if they got a little fur- further out than that long then you're like dude this is this is yeah. getting a little a little repetitive yeah this was all right before like every game decided it had to be open world to make it like yeah replayable and now we're getting back to like oh we can be individuals with other things yeah Tr- video uh, game trends are wild so so the next two uh are x-men days of future past and x-men apocalypse the um oh are the, you talking uh, the quicksilver quicksilver scenes. yeah evan yeah. peters all and this I, stuff and i rewatched the one from a uh, days of future past when he's when they're in the kitchen that is like a wonderful scene just an amazing scene yeah, yeah. um days of future really past well... is the best x for to me the best x-men made, movie made that's for that's my opinion you said days of future past yes okay um not apocalypse okay um days of future past was pretty good i'd still say probably uh x2 x-men united was my favorite of like the full-on x-men movies although i I should go i should go back i need to go back and watch it the first two x-men i enjoyed a lot yeah the first two were good third one was shit that's what happens when you get brett ratner um um first class was really good first Uh, class was really good but but uh Days of Future Past still better. 
Days of Future Past uh, was also really good, especially because of that Quicksilver scene. Yeah. And then um, in Apocalypse, uh, Apocalypse uh, the mansion's blowing up and he like runs through it, saving yeah. everyone. Another great scene, great use of slow-mo, great way to like show off the character's ability. Because in Rise of Ultron, which also had a Quicksilver... Um, Age of Ultron, bud. Sorry. Um, like, he just like was a blurry guy <laughs> like you know like yeah, yeah, he, yeah he really didn't get like nearly as good of a like scene well, I, I mean like he was all right but like certainly nothing on par yeah well also a lot of people don't know how like fast quicksilver is compared to like flash and all that i'm not going to get into this really really nerdy topic but quicksilver is slow i'm not going to get into it okay <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah but great scenes um and then like beyond that like the movies that are like full-on using uh like bullet time and like it's mostly just slow-mo with a camera movement which is technically bullet time it's just uh although like they're mostly done in 3d and not uh or not 3D in CGI and not like with the actual like still camera setup like the original Matrix did. So like I don't really have any more because they're all just like scenes like either the Deadpool Deadpool bullet counting in the first Deadpool movie, um, like where it like slow or slow mo uh, like follows the um, bullet cartridge as it. Uh, yeah. Or casing as it flips off and, like, shows what number of bullets he has left on it. Or there's stuff like Inception where, like, they're falling in slow motion. Like, it's technically bullet time if there's, like, if the camera's moving. But, like, it barely counts. Like, like IMDB has a, um, has a keyword bullet time search. Uh, and... If, if you search by most popular movies and TV shows tagged with the keyword, the first one that comes up is Inception. Second one is John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Third one is Fight Club. Uh, fourth one is Inglorious Bastards. Like, these aren't really bullet time. Like, they might use the technique, but, like, barely. Interesting. So, yeah, that like... That's like, all I. That's all I got for like movies. Uh, like I'm sure par- I'm the missing parody, some. The parody stuff uses it more than those, like Shrek and. Yeah, um, and and like I honestly like could not think up the parodies. Like, I know if someone was like, "What about this? What about this?" and like we might get that in the comments or something. Like, hey, you forgot to add this incredible use of it. But like for the most part, like even the parodies, it was just like. Shrek had a pretty good one where Fiona fights the Merry Men and, like, at one point does the Trinity, like, jump uh, kick and, like, fixes her hair in the middle of it. Which is fine, but, like, there's there's just a lot of parodies and most of them aren't really worth mentioning. Like, the scary movie one, it's just, like, doing the exact same stuff from The Matrix. Uh, It's just, like, get it? So, like... I don't really think they're worth talking about. To I think honest. it's just, I think after it came out, it just developed into the more slow-mo and like, what can we do with slow-mo to see different things? Because like you go with the flash slow-mo and justice league, um, 
which is like somewhat bullet time because Henry Cavill looks and it's following him as he looks and different emotions. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, it all like just because I guess it calls technology with cameras got so much better that it just it developed it's developed more into like slow mo stuff because even like um uh when we were talking about Quicksilver in the X Men right. movies I mean that's uh, it's bullet time but technically it's not like it like you said it's not filmed like how yeah, they did the Matrix like it's the Matrix. CGI it's... slow mo and that's how they're gonna do it because I mean that's just it's the best way to do it now i'm assuming yeah i mean like it's it's probably the cheapest way like it doesn't always look as good and there are still some stuff that like uses the actual like still camera set up next to each other like um i want to say it's season three of the sherlock series on the uh that was on the bbc uh for the wedding they like uh when watson marries his wife they have this like one camera snapshot and then like time's completely frozen and it like rotates around them as like petals are falling on them or like whatever confetti is being tossed on them to celebrate like and it's a really cool shot and that was actually done with like the multiple cameras yeah. set up next to each other but it's much cheaper and you have a lot more freedom if you use cgi it might not look as good though yeah and i think a lot of like bullet time now is just it's used to like literally just like they don't do anything special with it if they use it it's chain it's used to just change their perspective so like you'll see like the face and then it'll just like turns and then you see like a different perspective right and and i'm not trying to say like that's bad or anything it's just like what bullet time was when the matrix came out versus what's technically bullet or like you know sort of technically bullet time now like it's just it's it's grayed so like it's smeared so much between just like slow-mo and bullet time that they're just like pretty indistinguishable now yeah uh so the further we get away from the matrix the more samesy it becomes yeah like i was saying before like we started like the 360 cameras like i mean even like technically like do you remember like the panoramic pictures to where like you could do a 360 pano i mean it's technically like without motion picture like a bullet time type things like moving like moving the pictures and stuff there's like video oh like um there's literally 360 videos to where like you can move inside the video as it's like live streaming right so like yeah. I mean those are those are technically like forms of bullet time but not like caught in motion like not not caught in like the individual motion so where they're like changing that perspective like it is different but that all like derived from the way that they used matrix for them to like think about it that way yeah and other things have done bullet time parodies the Simpsons have done all kinds of matrix parodies uh I'm pretty sure Family Guy has also done several. Uh, Robot Chicken has had a few. Like it's 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 become so such a common trope that it's that they like they just all blend together to me now. <laughs> like yeah, it's I had a to, really hard, hard time like remembering specific ones. ones because when you even when you like you Google it or like you're researching, there's just so many 
different examples and different things that come up. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I think that uh, pretty much covers it. Do you have any final thoughts or anything else you want need to talk about in regards to bullet time before we get out of here? No, I don't have anything else in regards to bullet time to speak about. Fair we enough. could speak about other things, emotional I'm, emotional I'm, things, if we want to talk. I'm sure we could. We should have um, like a we should have like a like a a tell all therapy session one time on a on it. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. that's too deep. We're not doing that. <laughs> that's not what we consume. Yeah, maybe maybe down the line, uh, we can work that in. But um, oh, dude, yeah. we could do a whole episode on like couples therapy and how like we consume couples therapy and like uh, if we ever get like super big, we do so we get a couples therapist on here and we go through couples therapy and then that's like part one and then part two we go like how it's perceived in like movies or TV shows and we okay. show you like the real therapy. Yeah, um... We could do something like that. Uh, I know, like, we haven't really dipped our toes in it yet, but, like, there's a lot of reality TV we're eventually going to have to cover. So, like... There's a lot of reality TV. Yeah. So, like, there's certainly things we could uh, bring up. I would love to to go over The Bachelor and Bachelorette. uh, Something something with that. I think we would have to get experts on that actually watch that shit. So, and by experts, I mean like the friends we know that are women that watch that shit. Well, you don't think I've not seen every season of The Bachelor? Have you actually? No. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> it would be something weird. I would be into though. I could see that. I, like, I I thought you were joking, but like there was a part of me that was just like. He could actually, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we'll uh, we'll call it there. Uh, next week will not be an episode, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay, so um, part of that's uh, because Kevin's got a whole lot of shit he's got to do next week. Uh, part of it is because I'm working on something big, uh, so I need the extra week to uh, really research that and make sure I'm fully covered with what I'm saying uh so uh plug holes yeah thanks for watching guys catch us for more on twitter at what underscore we underscore consume and on instagram at what we consume podcast and i'm on twitter at king hagathor other than that bye bye <laughs>